This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, Our Lifestyle podcast. And we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at the Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Car Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown, or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast, episode 260, 260, we're so stoked for another episode, and this one is a SEMA 2021 preview, so we've got a jam-packed episode. I want to thank, uh, you heard Bayou Showdown, shout out at the top, Uh, big ups to them, can't wait for the show, it is the weekend before uh, Thanksgiving, of course that's November in Slidell, Louisiana, as you had uh, heard. But we also want to thank Mini Truck Showdown, uh, one of our new title sponsors. And this event is going down in Vegas, June 3rd through the 5th. So ironically enough, we're getting ready to go to Vegas next week. However, in five months or so will be June. And the first weekend in June, we'll be out in Vegas again. Mini Truck Showdown cannot wait. So like I said, we're so excited for Mini Truck Showdown. Make sure you follow them, Instagram, Facebook. It's going down again, first weekend in June 2022. But we got a special guest on. Before we get going with this jam-packed episode, I got to get right into saying what's up to Biggity Mike because I thought he was going to gallivant right on out of this week, but he's been out there hustling, huh, Mike? Bro, always hustling. No breaks, dog. Uh, it's that busy time right now. All my customers are coming back, getting their shit ready for them. And, uh, dude, life is good. I can't complain. And uh, making that bread, man, that's that's all I can say. And I'm just glad to be able to be on here with you and uh, in the Airhead Nation. And, and shit, I've been waiting all week for this damn question. I know there's <laughs> got to be a question going to be asking me. I think I'm 3-0. and And, bro, I, I just can't wait to go 4-0 and because – Bro, I am doing horrible in my fantasy league and the Airhead Nation fantasy league this year. I'm still in last place. Um, trash bag Mazda, uh, Robbie Williams. He fucking god damn it! I thought I was gonna beat him this week, <laughs> and he squeaked by. He squeaked by, barely beat me. But hey, a win's a win. And Brad's still in there talking shit, just as lucky as can be. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't realize that. I, I can't call it cheating. I just can f- call it a way of around the rules. And he found a way, and he's definitely taken advantage of it. For So good for you, Brad. You're still wrong, but good for you, Brad. <laughs> and uh, and Ron, good old Ron, Hammer, Hammer Weekend Wear. Uh, I think he lost again this week, too. Um, and fucking Jeremy, Goat, Hot Rides, Mag, Made a Steel Show, whatever the hell you want to call Toy the guy. Drop. He fucking, Toy Drop. I mean, lifted truck show the guy's doing it all man uh he lost this week 
So, you know, he he still sucks. What's, I don't care how what's much new. I mean, if you say goat loss, I mean, really, what's new? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> goat loss. What a, what a shocker. What a shocker. Well, listen, but, you know, hey. Hank, Hank and Ron, they don't really care about fantasy now because, you know, the fantasy, final fantasy game you guys play, like the controllers and stuff, because they're so excited about the cards. And I told, I told them... You know their next their next game is going to be a loss, and then Ron said, "Well, hopefully the next time they lose is not until a Sunday, because I think it's the Monday night game, dude, with the pack." So, just saying. Yes, yes. Well, no, no, it's not Monday night; it's Thursday night, homie. And uh, all you damn wide receivers for the Green Bay Packers are all out with COVID, dude. So, do, uh, do not tell me that, dude. Don't use the c word around me, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, those cunts, man. They, uh that that damn cunt, that cunt. Oh wait, Dude. I mean that not that not that C word. My bad, my bad. Yeah, you might exactly. want to edit that out. So listen, hey. man, before you get too spun out, uh everybody that's tuned in again, this is the SEMA spun out, dog. The SEMA twenty twenty one preview. We do have a jam packed episode. I'll 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 cover that in a minute. But Mike, dude, I know you're busy this week. Uh, I'm getting ready to do some more audio with the homies. I gotta throw the trivia over to you, brought to you by All Time Low Magazine. We tell you guys time and time again, ATL magazine.com what's the website mike dude it's atl magazine.com go out there subscribe uh they do have one issue available uh you can buy individual issues issue 28 or just subscribe a little bit higher price than a typical magazine a lot of pages uh well produced and you can subscribe bi-monthly y'all atl magazine.com so, Mike, you know, last week I was talking about two questions and this and that. I mean, I'm going to start to ratchet them up a little bit. So I kind of feel like if you could pull this one off, I'll say, yeah. we're like, we're even. You know what I'm saying? Like, Steven. Even like Steven. Is that like Steven Stil- Skil- Steelberg? Steel- yeah, Steelberg. You've Steelberg. seen, you've seen oh. him. He, he, he produced that movie Paul's or something like that with the crazy oh. animals. He pro- he produced a lot of movies, homie. He produced a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. All right, homie. Well, let's get to it, man. Because I tell you what, the anticipation's killing me here, dude. Uh, so th- this TV show uh, debuted in '83, three seasons only. Okay, it did. Uh, so so don't get too far ahead of yourself. It did uh, star a famous vehicle. Okay, and this vehicle, the premise of the show was it was kind of an action crime drama series and um it had a judge in it and it had an ex-con that um was a race car driver and i think his nickname if i remember correctly in the show was skid okay and uh he you know was a race car driver and um the the judge of the show which was the main guy he was kind of a hard ass you know what i'm saying and uh, this show, again, uh, 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 had a car in it with a very uh, cool name that was named after an animal, I guess you could say. Not Mike Murray animal. Uh, I know that's not a lot to go on. Bro, you didn't just give me shit. First of all, you realize I was born in 77, right? And you realize in 83, I don't even think we had a color TV, bro. I was so fucking poor. We didn't even have a color TV. So it was in <laughs> black and white. So you could have told me that this car was red. And I would have had no idea what you were talking about. But before I do answer this question, this question was sponsored by Eastbound Get Down Car and Truck Show, <laughs> January 21st to the 23rd, 2022, Destination Daytona, 
eastboundgetdownshow.com. Go pre-register now. Pre-registration ends December 15th. That's how you cut a promo right there, Mike. Bro, with that being said, 1983, the car was named after an animal. And, dude, I thought for sure when you first said car, I thought Knight Rider right away. Right, right. I was like, don't get ahead of yourself, man. I that's exactly where I was going because our boy Dizzy done threw out, you know, Knight Rider and <laughs> I'm stalling because I have no flipping idea. And I'm trying to remember back in 83 because 83, I was five years old, homie, five years old. So, okay. So the judge name was Hardcastle and the other guy, Hard- Skid, his last name was McCormick. Hardcastle and McCormick. Yes. God damn Yes. yes. So we got to pull Damn the na- we got to pull the nose of the plane up next week. Hopefully, you'll you'll be able. You, hopefully, you'll return because I know sometimes, man, these get you spun out. And you know, again, well, I got to ratchet them up a little bit. Okay, so let me ask you this: If I can get the name, the kind of car, the uh, the make and model that of the car, be, that could be a tick mark. Because, dude, I remember that ugly ass paint job. That <laughs> fucking. Right down the side that went up the the, the, the trunk and yeah. I was just like, oh my god! See, see, it's coming back. See, oh my god, dude! But I'll be honest with you, I I think it was a Ford. Well, I think it was a. F- I think Ford also had uh, a vehicle named after that. But man, it it definitely was something like honestly. The rumor has it that Hank would drive around in one of these cars. You know what I mean? Like the, the towns of, of Missouri and some of these back roads and stuff. That was the kind of car he had. So, you know. So was it a Mercury Cougar? <laughs> because I know that's all Hank drives and rides is Cougars. That's all. You're right. Dude, he, dude. he, he kept talking about that. He was talking about a 79 he had. I was like, dude. I like 60s Lincolns, but the Cougars, man, those, that's a different level, dude. You know what I'm saying? He kept talking about 69 and Cougars, and I thought he was talking about a 69 Cougar. It just clicked. It just clicked. Dude, something. I don't I don't. I yeah, don't he said know. he had an OnlyFans um, page, but I thought he meant like he was installing ceiling fans. Is that something different? Oh. Oh, I thought he said he worked for Dan's OnlyFans. Oh, City. Dan's Fan City. Yeah, okay, my bad. I thought it was something about some other somebody, you know, Hank was telling me something different. So maybe I was Dude, wrong. He was drunk, so there's no <laughs> t- what he was talking about when he was telling us this this damn story anyway. So but I can tell you this, it was a grand tr- uh no, it wasn't. I don't know. It was one of those ugly ass, big ass two door cars, long motherfucker. Yeah, coyotes, it's dude. Old it was gold. It was it was just an ugly ass car. But dude, I dude, my it, bad. It's it is a coyote. But listen, we're not going to hold this one against you. If you could somehow incorporate something from the coyote from Hardcastle McCormick into the Mazda, you know what I'm saying? We could maybe then just work out a deal with the tick marks, you know, in your employee binder. Because dude, we're getting down to the end of the year. We're gonna, we might have to do your end of year review. Let's be honest, you know, on the air. You know what I'm saying? Well, bro, maybe I can incorporate that ugly ass long stripe down the side of the Mazda. Because that car was ugly as fuck. But, you know, it's so. Well, and just just know that Shannon, you know, when I had texted her and I said, hey, how's Mike's performance, you know, with the podcast lately, she wanted she wanted to make sure that it was clear that. You know, she had bagged and tagged the shirts, and, you know, she said, hey, I do put them in Mike's car, and he takes them to the post office, so he's got to get a point for that. So, you know, I mean, we've got that in the mix. 
Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, at least I got some tick marks for something. I mean, Jesus. Uh, hey, I do carry the boxes in because she can't carry the boxes. <laughs> so those fucking boxes are shit, man. Um, but, you know, hey, it, it's all good. All I know is is because I know you're getting ready to go and talk with Chris and Ruben and hats off to uh, Chris. Uh, fucking that build looks absolutely beautiful. Congratulations. And uh, everybody enjoy SEMA. Um, have a great time. My boy Chad, our boy Chad, uh, Chad Luke, you know, congratulations on the truck getting out there. And, uh, you know, shout out. Um, uh, uh, so congratulations for that. And uh, but have a great time. Uh, you have a great time out there uh, representing um, street trucks and, uh, you know, doing putting in time, putting in work there. And, uh, you know, guys, just remember Eastbound Get Down January 21st to the 23rd. Good old, good old yeah, playoffs, baby. Good old Daytona, Florida. I mean, come on, guys. All you guys up north, it's going to be cold. There's as a Bucky's there for damn sake, like within a few miles, man. Bro, it's right down the road. It's 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 literally, I think, three or four exits down. Dude, who doesn't the, want the beef, dude? You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's straight on 95. You're going to pass <laughs> one in Augustine. You can pass up the show and go to the other one there in Daytona. Everybody wants Bucky's. Everybody loves Bucky's. The beef. It's got the best, bro, it's got the best sweet tea. I was just there last weekend. I saw your and post. I, oh, dude, they have the best sweet tea. Sorry, 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 Chick-fil-A. sorry. Because hey, our, our, our damn restaurants closed on Sunday, so I couldn't stop there and get some damn sweet tea. So, but Bucky's, Bucky's is always open, homie. So, I'll you know, you. them and 150 fucking gas pumps, you know, you can't go wrong at Bucky's. I love it. Well, Mike, have a good rest of the week. Stay gallivanting, and then we'll link up next week. Maybe, well, in two weeks, we'll come off the top ropes, maybe a cage match deal. Oh, absolutely. Hell in the, my favorite always is Hell in the Cell, man. <laughs> that, go wrong there. Cannot go wrong there. I think I did it last week, but I'm going to do it again. Props to our boy uh, DJ Mays is back on Twitch, so make sure you all check out DJ Mays. Um, He's back. COVID couldn't hold him down. Ain't nobody going to hold me down. Oh, Oh, no. He's got Got to to keep DJing. Gallivant. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So, Gallivanting out. All right, man. Take care, brother. All right. See you. All right, everyone. So, we're going to continue this episode again. Last episode recap. Just want to give a huge shout out to Ed Eister. Thank you so much for coming on out, and um, certainly appreciate you know him coming on to talk about his history in this Florida scene. So big shout out to Ed Eister. Go back and listen to the episode two fifty nine, and this last episode recap brought to you by Lone Star Throwdown. Don't forget LST twenty twenty two. It's going down in Conroe. You can go on Instagram Lone Star Throwdown or LoneStarThrowdown.com. Of course, the soul the event is sold out. However, you can gallivant right on in the front gate. Um, also, you can transfer, I think, through February 1st. So if you've got a friend or homie clubmate that can't make it, offer to uh, pick it up for face value and uh, transfer it right on over. So uh, good stuff. All right, so uh, what we're going to do now is, since we did the trivia with Mike, big shout-out to All-Time Low Magazine. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the audio. I'm going to call Chad Luke right now. We're going to talk with him a little bit. And I guess I should stop for just a second and say, hey, this episode, we're basically doing a SEMA 2021 preview. So Mike and I had a little bit of fun there. If you're a new listener, we like to kid around and joke a lot. But on this episode, hopefully we're going to have Chad Luke. I'm going to get ready to call him. 
We'll have uh, Bob Hayes to discuss the Mini Truck Hall of Fame and the 2020 and 2021 inductees and some future um, kind of uh, you know insight. Uh, Chris Burns, we're looking to link up with here shortly uh, with Ruben Artiaga uh, from uh, you know our family out there. Chris has been a previous guest, but uh, what I would tell you there is uh, you can go uh, look CS Metal Works on Instagram. Give him a follow. They just bagged a 59 Impala. What more do you need to know? They're on the rise. And then hopefully we'll be able to link up with Billy Bob. And um, he is going to be out at SEMA as well, the truck in the engaged media booth. And uh, we'd love to talk with him as well. So we'll see how it all works out. Again, jam-packed. And then we've got an awesome episode next week ready for you guys. So let's go ahead and call Chad Luke the big homie. And thank you so much to Graphics Mafia. We always give them credit here at the um, overview of the episode grapHixmafia.com. You can go out there. They'll hit you uh, back through a DM or email. Uh, they're on TikTok. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. And by the way, Chad Luke just had them do his window decals for his truck. That's going to be at SEMA. We're going to call him right now. All right. Enjoy. Yo, yo. So as I mentioned, we're going to roll into audio here. Just call the big homie, Chad Luke. How's it going, my brother? What's happening, Jay? What's going on, man? Not a lot, man. Thank you so much for coming back. You know, it's funny. I've been wanting to align with you since you've been on this warpath with the Toyota. And, uh, man, thanks so much again for debuting it, you know, back at Mini Nats, one of our favorite shows, but in that OLP booth, man, that was really awesome. Yeah, Jay, man, look, I appreciate you having me on, man. And uh, like I said, man, it's been a uh, it's been a hell of a ride, man. I tell you, with the truck since Mini Nats, since debuting it, and, uh Man, I really had a, a great weekend that weekend and, and just enjoyed myself, man. You know, especially, you know, getting the debut at you guys' booth and, you know, just hanging out with everybody, man. I felt like, man, that was like a coming back for me. So it was really great, man. Yeah, you came off the top ropes. I mean, word is, you know, we're, we're, we're working on this little kind of end of year type stuff. You know how we do at the end of the year. And, you know, word is this truck, you know, tie, you know that, that ties into the time, right? What do you call it again? The truck name? So it's, so it's difficult times. Difficult times, you know. So it's kind of in the running for some stuff. I mean, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great, man. That'd be great. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no doubt. So we're kind of doing this SEMA preview. And, dude, it's always trips me out how far people, you know, will come with their builds. But then you got to drive across the country, right? So I know we don't want to talk about that right now. But with... With your truck, um, it's going to be at SEMA, and it's exciting to me because uh, I went several years ago, and there was one mini truck there. It was NR Memory Loss. Okay, good dude, badass Mazda, but we've seen kind of, I don't want to say a fall off, but we haven't seen as many mini trucks at the big SEMA convention, so I was so excited to hear that you're going to be out there, man. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, it, actually, Jay, man, this is probably about, um, I want to say it was like the Friday I, after you know, I got back from Slamfest, man. I got a text message uh, from a good buddy of mine that's in the club, uh, Jim Stewart. Uh, he texted me, kind of asked me a couple questions, you know, beating around the bush. He was, you know, all like, uh, man, what's your show schedule like for the rest of the year with the truck? And, I, you know, I kind of told him, I said, well, I kind of got a look, you know, a couple shows in November. Uh, I may hit one in December uh, out there in Georgia. I'm just really not sure. And then I was kind of debating on, you know, December, you know, I know Craig was – kind of throwing it around, you know, with his uh, grand finale show and mm -hmm. stuff like that, uh, which is kind of local to me. So I was kind of 
trying to kind of stay within the confines of maybe staying in the state a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I did, I did a hell of a lot of traveling, man, you know, and, you know, after debuting the truck and, and just hitting shows, hitting shows. And, you know, Jim told me, he said, man, well, you know, I got an opportunity for you, man. If you if you're willing, um, I know you've got some product that uh, I had Scorpion send you that's on the truck. And we've got two spots, actually, that uh, people have backed out. And uh, we're, we're actually needing a vehicle with that product. And yours is just phenomenal. And we'd love to have you at SEMA. And I told him, I said, man, it's, let me see what I can do as far as jiggling around, man, and, and sure. trying to see if I can get the truck there. And um, we, we actually, man, I called around, you know, transport companies, you know, this and that. And I'm like, well, you know what the best thing is? I'd like to travel and bring the truck myself. Uh, sure. I, I want to make that drive, you know? So me and Jim worked it out. Uh, it looks like I'm going to be heading out. By the time the listeners probably hear this, I'll probably be on the road when this comes out. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be tra- I'm gonna be li- uh, leaving out Thursday morning, roughly around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, traveling towards Oklahoma. Uh, we're going to offload the truck off my trailer. We're going to put it in Jim Stewart's enclosed trailer uh, at his shop, and we're going to make the, the rest of the trek. So it's about 12 hours to Jim Stewart for me. And about 17 hours from Jim Stewart to Vegas. So I'm really, really excited about it. Um, I just never thought this kind of thing would happen with something, you know, a vehicle of mine. But uh, obviously, man, I, I think I knocked it out of the park with the Toyota. So I'm excited, man. Dude, we're excited for you. You know, you talk about like when Eminem talked about seize the moment, you know, you only got one shot, right? Sometimes when these things come up, you got to seize the moment. You know, you got to, you, you know, obviously you probably have that little bit of rush of like, damn, you know, time off, uh, funds, family, you know, holidays, all that stuff. But then when you start thinking about it, you go, man, what an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you check with your, you know, your, your better half and she goes, yo, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure it was, you know, it's excitement. Well, I'm going to tell you, Jay, you just nailed it because, <laughs> I, you know, dude, you have actually taken the words completely out of my mouth on that. Cause I was fixing to tell you, and it, I'm telling you, I, I was debating it myself because of vacation time. Sure. I had to look at my job, my daytime job. You know, I had to, I was actually on call this week for work, which is a seven day call. You know, I'm, I'm on call from Sunday to, you know, Monday to Sunday. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was able to talk to you know one of the guys that uh, that I work with and actually swap call outs so I can do this. And uh, he's like, "Man, look, you got this opportunity. You need to take it. You know, you need to go." And and I was doubting it. I was like, "Man, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I want to do it." So I get home and I you know I present this all to my wife. And my wife, sure. she says, uh, "She says, man, let me tell you something." She said, "I know what that truck means to you. I know the work that you put into it, and you know." The world deserves to see that truck at a place like Seattle. Yes, she goes, yeah. if you, if she, she goes, if you pass this up, and, and Jay, I'm telling you, dude, she says, if you pass this up, this opportunity, she said, you're going to hate yourself for the rest of your, your life. I'm telling yes. you, I know this This is huge for you. So she pushed me, man. And she, you know, she, she's like, look, you had the pedal stomped all, all year yep. since you debuted. Don't, don't lift up on the pedal now. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Because, you know, it's going to open other opportunities potentially and, uh, it, it is a big step, you know, uh, it's, you know, it, it's a commitment, but it sounds like you got the team involved because, you know, the homie that hits you up, you know, he goes, yo, come to my place, we'll link up, boom, we'll transfer it. Um, so, so again, all the stars are kind of aligning, as my dad would say, and many others, but um, talk to us a little bit about the placement of where it's at, maybe the booth number and things like that. So, uh, so the truck's actually going to be uh, in the West Hall, 
which is a, I, from my understanding, like it's been a couple of years since I've been to SEMA. So at the West Hall is, I, I think, a new hall that's um, connected, I guess, all, over the other side of the boulevard where the Sky Bridge is at. Um, it's going to be in the Scorpion booth, Scorpion Coatings and uh, Window Films booth. Um, since I'm running their their um, bedliner on inside the bed, uh, it's on the firewall behind the back wall of the, of the bed. You know, it's under the tubs, so it's a complete coating setup. And you know, back then when I was you know trying to get the truck finished, building the truck, um, I reached out to Jim Stewart and and told him, man, look, you know, I, I I'm hearing really great things about this this Scorpion coatings and you know, man, I'm I'm having to resheet metal my whole entire bed, and I want to go back with like a color match bed liner. And he says, man, he says, I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and send you everything you need to get this job done. And so, man, Jim sent it out, and I'm like, hey, man, send me your PayPal. You know, let me shoot you some funds. You know, you know, I don't, I'm not expected for free. You know, anything like that. Next thing you know, Jim's like, hey, man, just shoot me your address, and I'm going to see if I can get a label made. Two days later. Dude, I've got a huge box on the front of my doorstep. Nice. From Scorpion, Scorpion Coatings. Dude, it was like four-gallon kit. You know, the gun, the hop, big hopper gun to spray it. You know, all the release agent and stuff like that for the gun. I mean, dude, it had everything you needed to spray this. Really, really great product. Sprays really awesome. Uh, the coverage is great. I mean, dude, I, I couldn't have asked for anything better with Scorpion, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, it looks like scorpioncoatings.com. Man, you got me sold. Uh, especially if you could do it yourself, and obviously I've seen it in person several shows this year. It just looks awesome, and it's great when you can kind of reciprocate, right? And and they they hooked you up, and then boom, an opportunity comes up, and then you can be like, "Yo, I'll I'll come out." I mean, it's an honor, right? So, I mean, that was good that it all kind of worked out that way. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's like it's like repaying the favor to these guys, man, because you know they could have easily probably. That, that, I mean, I was probably looking at a couple you know, hundred, maybe almost a thousand bucks, sure. you know, for a bedliner kit. And, and by the time paying someone to spray it and, this and that, I was like, man, so these guys, man, they really hooked me up and man, it's the least I can do. Uh, you know, Jim's been great, you know, as far as, man, I, I've also been traveling back and forth to his place, mm-hmm. uh, doing some sheet metal work on his project. And actually, you know, Jim's project was supposed to be the feature vehicle for Scorpion and just didn't get done in time. You Got know, it. so he reached out, he reached out to me, man, for doing some work for him. You know, and he's like, hey, man, uh, we'd love to use the truck. So, yeah, dude, it just couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah, fantastic. On their site, it says Scorpion is the leader in truck bedliners in the U.S. and many countries around the world. So uh, pretty cool to know that. You know, we're excited for you. Uh, we're going to be out there with street trucks. We're definitely going to be doing some interviews. So if you're listening on day one, everyone, of course, it's Friday. Uh, this next week that we're rolling into is SEMA. So you uh, best believe that we're going to come by and talk with Chad. We'll talk with the team there as well with Scorpion, um, and and we, you know, we're super excited for it. Um, I do want to just hit on real quick. I know that you did at LST. Um, I remember you had linked up with Chris and them, right? You had that unique opportunity, I think, to help with some of the the uh, cheat mineral awards that you're doing. And, um, yes, yes, you know, I some did. of the stuff that you've done, dude, you've really taken it. You know, I'm proud of you as a friend, as a brother in the scene, but like I've seen you grow and, you know, the, from everything from the garage, the skateboard collection, but dude, your passion for some of this bead rolling stuff, dude, I can't draw a stick figure, man. I'm just so happy for you, bro, with what you're doing, man. I appreciate it, Jay. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, 
you know, man, something it's been a while, man, since I've actually been back on the roller. Um, I, you know, I did a couple of awards for some of the guys in the clubs and stuff like that. And like just some more panels and stuff like that. Just, you know, a couple months ago, man, but it's been, a, it's been a minute since I've been on the B roller, but, uh, lo and behold, man, you know, our brother, Mike Murray, the mayor, he reached out to me, man, just, a, just a couple of weeks ago, man. He says, Hey man, don't forget about me, about my show. And, uh, so I, I linked up with the homie, uh, Sean Rose, man. And, and Sean, absolute 100 yes. perfect dude man love yes. love love the guy dude me and him we mesh so well together because man he is killing it right now in the scene mm-hmm. as far as his work man and what he's doing and much props to him because man i can remember when sean got started you know sure and and sean re- sean reached out to me and he says man can you give me some tips can you give me some help man and, and dude i was more than glad because what i saw jay was i saw a guy reaching out that he wanted to make his work better. Mm-hmm. He wanted to, you know, he, he wanted to reach out. Yeah, he, this foundation that he has, man, spreading the love, dude. Sure. I just, I saw the passion. I saw the passion. I can hear it in his voice, man. It, it, dude, he, he's so passionate about it. And, you know, when he came to me and he says, hey, man, can, can you teach me, you know, your die setups or, you know, some tricks and tips and stuff like that. And, and I mean, Jay, look, look I'm, I'm no Jamie Jordan, man. I'm no this and that, dude. I'm self-taught. Uh, you know, I've hit Jamie several times when I first got started and, you know, Jamie has shared tips with me. Mm-hmm. So man, I was, I was what we call in the skateboard world. I'm passing the stoke, man. Yeah. You know, I just wanted, <laughs> I, I want, I wanted to give that back to Sean, man, you know, and, and dude, he is absolutely killing it in the scene right now. And I couldn't be more proud of him. Yeah. I love it, man. Like, you know, in skate, when they're on the ramp and you know, they do a trick, they take their trucks and kind of tap them on the coping, you know what I mean? And it's like, yo, oh, yeah, you, you know, yeah. that love and it, it's so great. And that's what we want to continue to, um, you know, uplift people in the scene, but you know, highlight people like what you guys are doing, but you know, we're excited for that. So keep doing what you do, but you know, kind of in closing, um, I did want to say, dude, one of my favorite things on your truck, you're going to laugh. I think it was at mini Nats. I looked over at you and, you know, you hit something on your key fob, and I was like, damn, you got to roll up and roll down windows on the key fob. You know, back in the day with auto sound and security, remember how, you know, systems are still big, but, like, even, like, alarm systems and stuff were, like, they were huge, right? The Vipers and all that. I think Phoenix was one. I can't remember. But that's, right. like, an underestimated piece of what we do with our trucks, right? All the relays and the different gadgets and stuff. And, dude, I just think that's so awesome. You can roll the windows up and down from the key fob. Yeah, man, I tell you, dude, it's, it's, so I'm not really a, a whole believer in the whole door popper thing because, I, you know, you hear people that I guess most of the time installation error, yeah, you know, yeah. some guys don't, yeah. they, they don't know how to install them or I hear they failed or such and such. And I mean, look, this can absolutely fail on me, I guess, as well, too, right? Sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I've always had great success with it, dude, even with the single cab. You know, I've had that system in the single cab where I can roll the windows down uh, to actually access to get inside the truck. And I'm going to tell you, man, it's it just makes things easier, especially when you're loading, like if you're loading on a trailer. Um, you know, most of the guys are like, oh, how am I going to roll my window up? You know, I, I can't open my door or, or such and such. So it makes it really, really easy, dude, just to just hit that button, roll the window up after you finish loading and, you know, throw the keys in, in your daily and just say, hey, I'm hit the road, you know? Yeah, amazing, dude. And I just think it's a it's an awesome piece of the truck. And, you know, again, a tip of the cap for those that don't know, we want to have you back on to talk about you know, maybe this journey through this whole year, but the rebuild, which took years, and you basically took a regular cab, Tacoma, 
and you made it to Crew Cab, which debuted. Many of you, many of the listeners obviously know you, but the hustle, the ter- termination, the detail, all of that stuff really came together, man. And we're super stoked for you. Oh yeah, Jay, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, no problem. So Chad Luke, make sure you check out his truck in the Scorpion booth, as he had mentioned. Um, don't forget, you can also follow the big homie on social media. Um, it's easy. Just go out and type in L O Q U E. Right is the easiest way, and you'll see uh, Chad's uh, profile uh, pop up there. It's C H uh, A D, and then L O Q U E. Right, so it'll it'll pop right up there. N C Chad L. But Chad, dude, yep. safe travels out west. We'll see you, and dude, the truck's looking so damn good, brother. Man, I appreciate it, Jay. Thank you, guys, man. And t- make sure you tell the mayor I said hello, man. Dude, I'm coming off the top rope, Sonam. I don't care what he says. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Cage match, man. We need a cage match. Yeah, man. I'm taking him out. All right, man. Well, listen, be good, brother. All right, brother. Peace. So there you have it. Awesome, man. Love talking with Chad. So going to roll into the general updates here. Um, here's what I got. Um, this one's pretty simple. You know, this weekend got an opportunity to go to SEMA again. I haven't been as as many uh, times as so many of you. Uh, some of you have been many, multiple times every year. Others have been maybe, you know, once or twice or uh, never. But um, I highly encourage if you get an opportunity, uh, I don't know all the ins and outs, but I think this year the way it was explained to me is it is being open to the public and maybe that'll be a new trend going forward. It's always been this, you know, industry event. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot to be able to get in. You know, many of you work in an industry where you can get in. Um, and I think it's cool. And even for those that maybe can't get the credentials to get in for whatever reason, there's still a lot to experience there in the city. You can walk around the outside area that has grown by leaps and bounds and, um, you know, I'm just excited to be out there with street trucks. If you want to watch the live stream that we're going to be doing, uh, we've we've spent a lot of time trying to perfect this. It's not easy with bandwidth and a lot of different factors that you may not figure, you know, even think through. But you can go on street trucks. You can turn on the bell notification through YouTube, right? So you tap that that bell. Many of you know about that. You can also like their page on Facebook. And what that will do is... Um, that will notify you when we go live. So it's basically going to be distributed out through different channels, including those two platforms. So make sure you check it out. We'll be doing stuff through Instagram, of course, a good bit. Some of the behind the scenes stuff, it's just going to be an amazing week. Uh, This world that we live in now with technology, we can bring so much, and that's what we're going to be doing with Team Street Trucks. So uh, general update brought to you by Southeast Mini Trucking Nats. Big ups to our brother from another mother, Jason Bell. And uh, we would hope that uh, you guys can make it out. Of course, they're going through right now the pre-registrations. But I would encourage you, Mini Truckin' Nats on Instagram. Of course, Mini Truckin' Nats on Facebook. Here's the key. Even if you don't have a vehicle in the show, cruise into town. You can cruise the Strip, which is arguably even the biggest draw to drive your stuff in Maggie Valley or... Just come on in, float in the town in your daily driver. Guarantee you'll have an amazing time. Bring a chair, sit by the road, and watch the cruise go down. Mini Truck and Nats is April 22nd through the 24th of 2022. All right, so next up, going to talk about the scene updates. And 
definitely been some things that uh, I saved over the past week. What I did want to do, though, just mentioning that this is obviously the SEMA 2021 preview. Thanks again if you're a new listener and you came through uh, to check it out. Uh, consider subscribing and or following the podcast via your favorite podcast app, and then that way you'll be notified. Uh, we're almost three years straight of new episodes every single Friday, so uh, we love doing it. Now, back uh, a year ago, believe it or not, it was um, episode 209, I think it was, we were working on, I was working on, and uh, I was talking about the history of SEMA. So what was ironic was with the show being canceled last year, I thought it would have been cool to kind of go through and uh, talk about how it got to where it was, right? So, you know, obviously SEMA 2020 was canceled, but if I look back at some of my notes uh, from last year, you know, it talked about, or, you know, it all began in 63 when a group of small manufacturers who were suppliers of performance equipment for early hot rod, uh, early hot rods organized their uh, fledging industry and called it Speed Equipment Manufacturers Association. That's where the whole SEMA, you know, term came from. Uh, the mission was practical and straightforward, develop uniform standards for certain products used in motorsports uh, competitions, uh, promote the industry as a supplier to consumers involved in constructive activities of recreational and hobbyist value, and then, of course, develop programs to encourage improved business practices among members and companies, uh, hold regular meetings to achieve unity as a business org. Uh, in those days, all of the members were founders of companies that uh, produced speed equipment exclusively, hence the organization's title. But I don't want to go all too much into it. What I would encourage you to do if you are a new listener, go back and uh, check it out. I think it was episode 209, SEMA 2020. And um, yeah, so that was give or take about a year ago. I forget exactly what day we published it. So that's what we're talking about on this episode, and we've got still more to come. Now, uh, going through um, some of the posts here, uh, of course, I'll have a really big um, update for the Airhead Nation, which is a, a definitely a sad update, but I will certainly cover that as well. Uh, Brian Marshall said thank you to my buddy Brian Bowman for doing an incredible stereo in my old 720 that now belongs to my boy, and... Um, that's pretty cool. 18 inch sub, you know, that's, that's a throwback term right there, man. You know, you're, you know, you're doing things big when you got an 18. So, uh, old school, right now, uh, Bob Hayes kind of, you know, seen update. Uh, he is on this episode as well. Uh, we want to wish him a happy 67th born day, you know, typically maybe an airhead nation update, but, uh, he thanks everyone for, uh, taking the time to go out there and wish him a happy born day. Um, this was pretty cool. I thought um, Bill from Aftermath, he had the tragic rear end job done to his dually. And we had posted a photo of that. And really in the past, I haven't posted a lot of stuff like that because it's kind of like, you know, the hot thing. And, you know, everybody kind of is quick to try to post. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it gets a lot of views. And, and that's not why I do social media stuff. You know, I love when people find us and they enjoy our posts, but certainly I'm not in it for the likes and the amount of followers and things like that. I could see why other people are. Obviously, you know, there's there's power in having, you know, high numbers and things like that, but we just do what we do and I I love doing what we do. But 
back on October 11th, I had posted, uh, we are glad to hear Billy and Fam are okay. And Billy's dually was basically smashed in the rear. And it's, you know, you look at this photo and it's hard to understand, like, how could someone do that? Uh, someone had commented that Billy had mentioned that the person was in a drive-thru. It's like, I mean, really? But that Feltham painted truck looks so amazing. And um, he had posted on the 19th, just a little over a week after I posted, uh, he said, first piece of the puzzle, Becky, the 2.0 is going to be coming. So that's pretty cool to see that. And what was awesome, I think he was in Orlando, I heard, when that accident happened. But he was able to kind of unsmush the bed and drive home. And uh, for the most part, it looked like a normal truck once the bed was kind of unsmushed there. So uh, that's the best way I can describe it. And uh, Slam99 said, Billy was waiting uh, in line at Steak and Shake, and a lady hit him. Uh, He also said the frame was not bent. And, you know, appreciate uh, Slam99 Rodney. Uh, chiming in there. So I wanted to post that again, even though it's kind of a tragic thing in terms of the truck, uh, you know, I think some good will come out of it and and he'll, he'll get it back, you know, where he wants it to be. And then last but not least, Eric Shaldon. I think I'm saying his name wrong, right? I know him from his avatar. I know him from Eric, but he had posted on October 17th, almost after two years, she's finally done. You talk about debuting a vehicle, the homies debuting a golf cart started with that stock frame. It was cut. It was stretched three feet, full air ride, 17-inch Riddler wheels, narrowed front axle, you name it, all kinds of awesome stuff. And hopefully you guys will see more of this badass airbagged golf cart. Yes, golf cart from Eric. And uh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to ride in it. You know what I'm saying? So those are a few of the scene updates for this week. And uh, we want to thank Garage Gear Clothing. Uh, We are getting into the holidays and I would encourage you uh, or your uh, loved ones, if if you guys are looking for some cool gifts, uh, check out garagegearclothing.com. One of the only brands that I know that offers free shipping in the US. They've got the new Garage Gear shirt featuring Apache. So they've got that old school flavor. They also have plenty of Garage Girl apparel and on top of that they also have tons of kids stuff out there garagegearclothing.com thanks for sponsoring the scene updates this week all right so now what we're going to do is we're going to roll into kind of keeping things fresh right Uh, many of you guys are either on the road to SEMA or you're flying there you're on a flight or you're just you know at the day job trying to get through uh, this Friday what we're going to do now is roll into the audio uh, with Ruben Artiaga, the booker, and Chris Burns, and uh, certainly excited for this one. I'm going to call them now great kinfolk, and we'll talk to them a little bit about their project. Yo, yo. So as I, you know, as we were kind of uh, getting through this episode, episode 260, SEMA 2021 preview, wanted to link up with the big homies Ruben and Chris Burns, no strangers to OLP. Uh, Chris, how you doing? Good, good. How you doing? Good, man. And Ruben, the book, how you been, brother? Oh, man, I never could be better, man. I'm doing great. I love hearing it. You know, Chris, uh, see, dude, you guys have been killing it. Um, I'm so stoked. I mentioned a couple minutes ago um, that we were going to have you on. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, CS Metalworks, you know, we talked a lot about the history when you came on as a title guest. But how excited are you um, to take, you know, this, this SEMA 2020 
the, excuse me, the SEMA 2021 uh, show by storm was something that you guys have been putting in so much time on. Oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked. Um, we had a super cool customer, um, kind of gave us, you know, free reign. He's all, I want to build this ice cream truck. Uh, and basically I want it to look kind of like a low rider. You have to put this, uh, ice cream cooler back in it and, Everything else was uh, whatever I wanted to do with it. I love it, man. You know, I mean, Master P would be jealous. You know, he was the ice cream man, but I, I heard this thing's going to be over the top, man. <laughs> well, that's what we were shooting for, and uh, I'm pretty sure we, uh, pretty sure we nailed it. I love it, man. And Ruben, you know, you've been out there really hustling and 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 helping lead the charge, right, with the Calvary. Uh, how good of a feeling has it been to help out your brother, someone that you have a great relationship with, with Chris? Oh man, you know what? I've, I'm I'm totally stoked to be a part of this, and it's gonna, man. People are just gonna be in total shock when they see this thing. I mean, I've shared pictures and a couple of videos with you, and and you know, it's just it it's something else. You know, the amount of time and effort and detail that went into this thing, you know, it it's off the chain. Yeah, I love hearing it. And Chris, you know, one of the things I think is a misnomer, oftentimes, is we. You know, Seamus kind of got a bad rap sometimes for vehicles that are, you know, folks feel like they're hodgepodge together. The thing that I've seen with some of the sneak previews that I've been privy to, you know, Ruben had me sign an NDA. But the cool thing about this is I've seen some of the stainless hard lines and some of the detail work that's in it. Chris, this thing is not a cookie cutter whatsoever. No, no. I mean, from from the ground up, it's uh, it's completely one off. Uh and uh, me and the guys over here have pretty much poured our heart and soul into this thing. You know, we we uh, kick ideas around over here. You know, what do you think? What do you think? And it's just a mashup of, uh, you know, my vision, but with everybody else's input. So, you know, and I'm, I'm super proud of it. Yeah, the look of it. I can't wait for people to see it. I'd love to come by with street trucks and do kind of some of the live stream. Um, I almost get the feeling like this thing could easily be like in a rap video. It could easily be in a music video in general. Um, now, Chris, I know that we're talking with Ruben and you right now, but um, why don't you give a shout out to some of your other crew there that I know that has been uh, right there by your side as well? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Chris, uh, who I share a building with is uh, Ludicrous Customs. We uh, we partner up pretty much on everything. Um, one of the other guys, Jamie, he's our uh, sheet metal and our uh, little motor guru. Um, and then, uh, Ruben obviously stepped in and helped out with, uh, you know, all the assembly and my son has been with us, uh, you know, he helps out here and there and he's been a big part of the assembly also. Yeah, that's awesome. And before we flip it back to Ruben, um, Chris, why don't you just talk a little bit, you know, some things I think you can share some, maybe you can't, but uh, where can folks expect to maybe see this badass vehicle at SEMA, uh, next week? Well, so originally, um, we were supposed to be in the uh, Luxor wire wheel booth, but uh, due to uh, some of the COVID stuff, they decided to back out kind of at the last minute, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to come back in under the SEMA VIP builders, uh, whatever they want to call it. So we don't exactly know where we're going to be at uh, as of yet. So we'll find out on Sunday when we show up. Excellent. Yeah. And I know how some of those last minute changes, even with the pandemic last year, the show got canceled. 
you know, Ruben was kind of unprecedented of that to happen. Many of us didn't think it would. So now you're coming back off of, you know, this pandemic year and you've obviously got companies, you know, maybe revenues down, maybe there's other motivation for not being able to make it out. Totally get it right on all sides. But um, I know Ruben for you, uh, to be able to go there so many years, um, how good of a feeling is it to be involved in another SEMA build, you know, helping put the icing on the cake, so to speak? Well, you know what? Um, I wasn't apart from this from the from the from its early stages, but to be a part of it from the later stages and assembling it, uh, dude, it, it's an awesome feeling. It's it, it's it's more. It means more to me to help Chris, you know, who I think of as a brother. You know, taking this under his name, under the shop name, and uh, just being a part of it. You know, you know, for his first full on SEMA build. You know, I. I I couldn't ask for a better situation, you know, just to be there, just to be a part of it you know, just stand next to him you yeah. know, and see all the accolades that come with it. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, Chris was saying you're kind of like the guy, you know, with when, when you get the Sunday that sprinkles on the little sprinkles at the end, right? You're helping try to like <laughs> button this thing all up. And we've all heard, you know, Chris Jacobs, you know, I used to love when he would say on overhaul and, you know, it's that th- final thrash, you know, and I know you guys have been wide eyed, um, you know, hustling a lot, uh, you know, and you're taking a few minutes to talk with us. This will air on Friday. Uh, but Chris, you know, uh, you 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 recently had shared that you guys bagged a 59 Impala, which those things are, I mean, continuing to go up in value. Uh, when you came on as a guest, you talked about so many different things. But um, I continue to see your business grow, the work that you guys put out, and you as an owner, the hustle, dedication, sometimes six, seven days a week. It's got to be a great feeling uh, for you to continue to see the business thrive, even with these crazy pandemic, um, you know, years that we went through. Oh, most definitely. It's kind of weird that, you know, business was pretty busy and steady as it was. But ever since the pandemic, it's like everything's doubled and tripled as far as the amount of work that people want done. It's crazy. I'm like, man, where were you guys years and years ago? But you know what? Hey. I'll take it. You know what I mean? They're lined up. Got roughly about a two-year wait list right now. So I'm not I'm not complaining. Yeah, I love it. You know, it's kind of like a football team. They signed Ruben Ortiaga. Now all the players want to come and play for the team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, we're going for the Super Bowl. But, you know, in all seriousness, Chris, I mean, we got a lot of respect for you and, and your gal and your family. Um, you know, the hustle, the dedication, as I mentioned, is, is definitely there. And, um, you know, Ruben, before I see if there's anything else that Chris wants to share – uh, any last words from the book or anything you want to share, homie? Oh, you know what? I just want to thank you for sharing the that Impala, that 59 Impala that we did on uh, your Lincoln page. Yeah, dog. You know, it's one uh, of the only few not, posts, not a Lincoln. <laughs> uh, you know what? Chris and I were talking about that. And we were trying to go back to see if, you know, what else that wasn't non-Lincoln related ever made it on there. And we honestly couldn't think of that. And I, I really appreciate it. And um, I'm... I'll be quite honest with you and everybody else. That was the first AccuWare setup I had ever done on my own. And Chris, I mean, this is the amount of trust that Chris has in me. You know, the car showed up and said, okay, dude, have at it. And I did probably 95% of that car on my own. And you know, to, to get the, the, the accolade from the owner and Chris and everybody else had seen it. I mean, that, that, that made me feel really, really well. Yeah, chrome and paint uh, just all spelled out. It was cool that he even chimed in. You know, a lot of times you'll share stuff, and sometimes the owners don't even chime in. You're kind of like, damn, I get the cold shoulder, but not with this guy. And, uh, you know, the little uh, mount, how clean it was with the AccuWare setup kind of levitating in the trunk deal, it really did not take away 
whatsoever, in my opinion, on this amazing car. I mean, God, dude, cars were totally different back then. But, you know, Chris, you know, throwing it back over to you to see if there's anything you want to share. I mean, again, you, you have in the clientele and guys like this entrusting in your awesome business. Um, man, it's just, it, it's just so awesome, dude, for me as an enthusiast to see that. No, no, definitely. It's uh, it's a good feeling, you know, when somebody's willing to bring you a car, especially of that caliber, and just kind of, you know, let, let you do your thing, give you a couple, hey, can you do this? I'd like this. And uh, they let you run with it. You know, it's a, it's definitely a good feeling that, uh, that they, they have the trust in you, you know, by what they see, you know, and how you carry yourself and what's around you and whatnot. Yeah, no doubt. I, I was telling Ruben, like, you know, if Jimmy's running customs, it wasn't so busy here in Florida and I lived closer, I would definitely bring the car to you guys because, I mean, you got to link it in there now, uh, wink, wink, and, you know, you've got some other cool stuff coming. But it's just what I see as an enthusiast is is just the the magnitude that you guys have been, um, you know, being able to put out, right? I mean, it's just amazing stuff. So uh, we wish you guys all the luck, and you know, rumor has it, you know, the guys are getting tired around the shop. So you know, they said, you know, maybe order some Little Caesars pizza. I don't know what you guys have out there, but you know, they 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 said you're rationing food and shit. You know what I mean, like the NASA shit. <laughs> uh, don't don't believe everything you hear. I I buy these guys lunch all the time. Oh, I doubt. You I know what? He he feeds us well, man. He feeds us really really good. That's good. That's good. You know, I was just trying to stir up some controversy. You know what I mean for this new TV yeah. show. I'm just kidding. But seriously, right. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys out in Vegas under the lights. We're so excited for you. Uh, keep thrashing, you know. And remember, Chris Jacobs used to always say that final thrash isn't the easiest. You guys got this. I got all the confidence, and uh, we'll see you out there in Vegas getting sideways. <laughs> for sure. Thanks, brother. All right. You guys be good. Thanks, brother. All right, man. Dude, that was awesome, man. Super excited. Dude, Chris is always looking out for his team, man, feeding those guys, keeping them going. And cannot wait to see the van. Uh, next week, the sneak previews that I've seen, dude, the thing's off the chart, so super stoked. So, uh, key show updates, we'll kind of roll into this now. Um, if you're a new listener, we basically go over all of the key shows for the most part across the industry related to the mini truck scene, and um, really where I want to focus, you know, as we get to the end of the year, it's a little bit easier because we're not covering a million shows, but basically SEMA next week, as we know, laying at the lake. Okay, it's going to be the 12th through the 14th. Uh, we just had the big homie on to talk about it. It's in Grapeland, Texas. They've got great pre-registration numbers, so I think that show is going to continue to grow. And, of course, you heard him recently talk about um, how they were able to contribute uh, with the dam that broke and things like that there in Texas. So a good uh, family atmosphere event, if you can, lay in at the lake on Facebook, of course, also on Instagram. Uh, Bayou Showdown, one of our title sponsors, Custom car show productions this show has grown by leaps and bounds sean randall is also of course involved want to talk to sean hopefully right after sema and uh, bayou showdown is the 19th through the 21st in slidell louisiana now you hear the ad at the very uh, beginning of the episode the key thing about this show is you got full-size trucks minis plenty of low riders and you've even got lifted trucks in the mix so it's um it's really an awesome show and last year they had a line miles long trying to get in so love what they're doing love the artwork uh, Feltham Fab is doing some of the amazing awards and from what I've seen from Feltham Fab on Instagram dude he has knocked it out of the park so if you can get on out there too by you showdown now uh, going into next year. 
the few shows I really want to hit on, and I'm kind of going from memory here because I got to update my spreadsheet, and some of these I've added to our calendar. Um, so I guess it's good now to plug. If you are on an iPhone or Android, it doesn't matter, or you're on your Mac, you can go to ourlifestylepodcast.com. On the left side, select where it says official OLP show calendar. Okay, Once you go there, the first sentence says click here to subscribe. When you click there, you're going to get a pop-up that says, do you want to allow the calendar? It's an iCal. Again, doesn't matter if it's iPhone or Android. That will download that calendar. You basically subscribe to that calendar. You can unsubscribe at any time. And what we do is we put all of the show dates in there. Um, We put reminders that pop up, usually a day and one week prior. And then typically, I'll also put in there a link to the Instagram and or the website, depending on um, you know what information that we have, then that allows for you easy access to go right in there. So um, what we're looking at for next year, Mike talked about his show earlier, but Kern County Showdown is going down in Bakersfield, California. That's the 4th, 5th, and 6th of February. So Really, in my mind, one of the first shows of the year besides Mike's that is going to be going down, of course, that's out on the East Coast, or excuse me, the West Coast. That's Kern County Showdown, Bakersfield. You can go out and you can find more information, Facebook and Instagram. Now, from there, you basically have Lone Star Throwdown. So, of course, with Lone Star Throwdown, This show is in Conroe. It is sold out, but as I mentioned earlier, you can still go there. You can buy tickets. You can get in. And I tell you what, arguably the biggest, baddest show in the world for our truck scene, okay? 11th annual next year. It's the 25th through the 27th of 2022 in Conroe, Texas. You got to be sleeping under a rock. I've always said this if you don't know what that event is. Now, from there... Basically, relaxing on the ranch. Okay, so relaxing on the ranch is March 5th, 2022. It's a one-day show. That's in South Florida at the Westgate Ranch. Amazing show. One day, you can camp. You can um, set up a tent with a camp, right, in your camp. You can do a camper, right? And then you can also rent a room. There's different pricing available. You got to go out to their Instagram. You can click the link in their bio, and that will take you over Uh, including more information if you need to email them, call them, uh, or pre-register. So they have different prices also set up there. Like if you want a shirt, you know you're going to want a shirt. If you want to do be a title sponsor, all that stuff, you just click the link in their Instagram. Now, Orange Beach Invasion, I kind of messed this one up last time, right? So Orange Beach Invasion is part of Custom Car Show Productions and, uh, of course, title sponsor of the podcast. Now, Next year, it is going to be a little bit different, and uh, you can go on Facebook, Orange Beach Invasion 2022, brought to you by American Force. That is going to be the last weekend in March, so a little bit of a change, March 25th through the 27th. That's going to be Orange Beach, Alabama. Amazing venue, and uh, I know they're going to bring the heat again this year, American Force, obviously uh, a leading force in the industry. They bring out a lot of great uh, kinfolk. But I tell you, the VIP spots are amazing, and if you want to bring your family in for this one, it is a family affair, so it's going to be amazing. The last show that I'll talk about, and I uh, hopefully I'm not, I'm not missing anything key, but I want to mention Sparks in the Park 
So Sparks in the Park, this is the hottest show on the Emerald Coast. This is, of course, for all of our Floridians. It's a panhandle show, as I call it. It's in Niceville, Florida. Okay, That's April 2nd through the 4th at the Mullet Festival Ground. So many of you guys came out last year, and I know it was tough because it was Easter weekend. This year, don't have to worry about Easter the same weekend. Come on out, Sparks in the Park 850 on Instagram or Sparks in the Park on Facebook. So go and check them out. All right. Uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and roll into the audio now with, uh, I'm going to call Bob Hayes, Let's talk to him a little bit about the Mini Truck Hall of Fame, which was a combined event for 2020 and 2021 due to the pandemic last year. So we'll jump right in. Hey, hey, as I mentioned on this episode, SEMA 2021 preview, and it wouldn't be SEMA week without the Mini Truck Hall of Fame kickoff. And we'd like to welcome Mr. Bob Hayes back to the podcast. How you been, Bob? I'm doing fantastic. Well, hey, we're glad to hear it, and we appreciate you sitting down with us. When we had you on, God, man, it was about six years ago. It, it, I can't believe it was that long ago. We we were at the infancy of what we started here. And, of course, we talked about the Mini Truck Hall of Fame and things like that. We've had you on a couple times. But uh, this year is a little unique, right, because last year the pandemic – so why don't we start with the 2020 inductees, because my understanding, right, is this event is going to be combined 2020 and then the 2021 inductees. Yes. So with the pandemic, of course, our inductees for last year that will be getting their rings this year is uh, the builder Max Fish Bio Customs. Mini truck will be kind of low. Painter is Russ Kerner. Company is drop em Wear. Club is Negative Camber. Journalist is Jeremy Cook. Mini Truck Memorial Award is Jen Lacey. Courtney Hallowell Achievement Award is Paul Casillas. Yeah, thank you so much for kind of going over the names. And, you know, Jen Lacey is one that is near and dear to our heart in Florida. You know, uh, she was with our, our friend Jimmy at Jimmy's Running Customs for a long time, and they built that awesome Chicks Ride. Uh, but, you know, congratulations to all of the inductees. Um, it's such an amazing honor. And, uh, Bob, I know there's a lot of work that goes into it. And we certainly appreciate all the efforts that you put into, you know, bringing these, you know, th- these folks uh, some recognition. Well, you know, thank you. But it is a team effort. We have a committee of 11 members last year and 13 member committee members this year. So, you know, we can get, you know, we added yourself and Mike to the Hall of Fame committee this year, and which is going to give us a little more diversity because um, you two are really in depth into the scene and you're kind of going to be kind of our ears on the new upcoming people mm-hmm. that uh, should be inducted. Yeah, most definitely. And I got to give a huge tip of the cap. You know, I got a chance to hang out with Shannon at uh, SlamFest. And, uh, you know, Shannon has, you know, reinforced to me right over the course of time, the great club freaks of nature. I love that these guys and ladies, uh, they hold the kickoff. You know, this is considered the, I think the kind of the unofficial kickoff, right, of SEMA. And that's what the Mini Truck Hall of Fame that same night on, on Monday evening. Yes. And, you know, we... Every year, I, I thank Shannon for letting us invade his event. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it it does give us a good place to, to have it. And with hogs and heifers 
and the Grand Hotel uh, letting us to use, you know, their properties and hogs and heifers uh, being the host of this thing. It's really helped us out. And it's it's really uh, give us a little bit of a different from just a show. You yeah, know? I I agree. And, you know, keep me honest, because last year we're going to talk about here in a minute the 2021 inductees. But if I recall, over the past couple of years, there were plans to potentially move it. But um, with hogs and heifers, that's where it's been uh, the last few years that I recall actually going out there. Yes, it's been there for nine years now. The 2019 Hogs and the Grand Hotel were in a lawsuit. Okay. So Grand Hotel owns the street that we have the show on. Mm -hmm. So they weren't going to grant us permission to have it. Okay. So Hogs and Heifers rented the bus depot that's not being used anymore to do the 2019 version of the Hall of Fame. It was such a mad success. Hogs and Heifers brought the brought a bar, you know, they, and the show was huge. And the nice thing is, Hogs and Heifers wristbanded people. They wristbanded over, I believe, four thousand people that Holy attended. Crap! Yeah, it was it was assholes and elbows. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and and Hogs said that that. The Hall of Fame and the kickoff party has become one of their top money-making events that they do per year. Yeah, there's a little word called what that starts with an M, mini truckers, and we sure do love to, you know, have an adult beverage here in there. <laughs> yeah, and the nice part, you can, you know, buy your drink. You know, you can drink outside if you want. It's 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 been a great dynamic. Yeah, it you has, know? and I've seen severed ties vehicles, and see even to our friends over at Down the Earth, and um, you know we've seen just a good eclectic mix of some hot rods, some rat rods, and some, of course mini trucks and full size trucks. Um, it's been pretty cool to continue to see it grow, and I can tell you, the sentiment amongst most most individuals is that they they just love the fact that there's a rich history, as you know, that goes back you know to many years ago. So to be able to have something like this that uh, these folks can be acknowledged on for their contributions, as you said, with different trucks, builders, journalists, painters, even clubs, it is truly amazing. And I want to uh, give all respect to like Negative Camber, you know, getting ready to celebrate their 30th anniversary and then getting inducted in uh, for the class of 2020. I mean, just awesome stuff. Yeah. Now for for me, the, the kind of neat thing about the Vegas deal with Shannon, you know, because he has his radio show and Shannon is when he was in Vegas was kind of everywhere. The neat part about it was that people were coming and they're saying, man, the guys from Count Customs were here. Yes. The guys from this show was here. This show was here. That guy was here. Horny Mike was here. And everybody's like, wow, this is really kind of cool, you know, because you're intermixing with people. And, and for me, the joy I get out of it is a couple of years ago, I'm standing on the stage and I, I look over ceremony hasn't started and I look over and I'm seeing these five guys talking. So I walk over and kind of start listening. And it was Frankie Perez that was being inducted for truck little Hawaiian. It was Al Martinez. 
it was um, Pete Santini and Sir Mike from Sir Michael's and Big Al Martinez from the Chuck Jamboree. They were talking about when they were younger, building parts, painting things for each other Mm -hmm. and all of that. And at that moment, I kind of stepped back and thought to myself, this is why I do this. Yeah, there's a lot of history. Yeah, it just, it just, it's, it's just odd. It's just funny to me to, to see these old guys. And as they were talking, you know, God, what, it's been 25, 30 years since we've all talked. And I thought, wow, this would have never happened. And unfortunately, we lost Al Martinez last year. And I'm so glad that we could have given him his award for the truck jamboree. Yeah, and and we um, we had briefly talked about losing him, and you know I have got a lot of love for uh, you know although I never got a chance to go unfortunately to one of the truck jams the spring or the normal one, you know I always remember seeing his name on those flyers. And to your point, it, it's it's so awesome. It's rewarding to me just even as an enth- enthusiast to be able to see these folks uh, acknowledged for their long dedication to the scene, right? Uh, the stuff doesn't happen overnight, as you know. So, you know, again, thank you so much for 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 mentioning Al Martinez and rest in peace um, to him. And and I think it's just an amazing cause. Um, why don't you talk to? Um, I know the inductees for 2021. Before you go over those names, there's a little the the list is a little shorter, right? And it's my understanding it's because of the combination of the two years and the pandemic. Is is that correct? Yes. Um, when we first started the Hall of Fame. We always agreed that, you know, mini truck had to be on there, club had to be on there, and uh, journalist and event. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that had to be on the list if we had to shorten it for some reason. Now, what I did is before we shortened the list, the one award that, that I always liked to give is the Courtney Hollowell Achievement Award. It's not on here this year. Um, And I talked to Maggie about it, and she said, it's okay with me. Mm -hmm. You know, we can go ahead and drop it this year. And I said, okay. And she goes, because I know you want to shorten it up, because I don't want this thing to get too long, because people lose interest. And 2021 is the second group, and I don't want people to leave or lose interest. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it was a good compromise, right? Because of all the stuff, you know, we used the P word earlier, the pandemic, and we are a different, you know, a lot of things have changed. Let's just leave it at that. But uh, so why don't we, without further ado, you can mention those names for the 2021, which have been published, but uh, you can go over those if you don't mind. Yeah, okay. We have got our inductees, our truck, Westside Truckers, Truck Club, Westside Truckers, Truck is Smooth Character, Journalist is Courtney Hallowell, and I'm looking at my list, and I don't see the fourth category on here for some reason. And I think it was Booger Bash. Yeah, Booger Bash, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, my understanding is Booger Bash may have gotten beaten out in the past. I'm a big you know, NFL fan, and we've seen the way um, the NFL Hall of Fame works, right? I mean, you, sometimes you see a guy and you go, man, I thought it would be a first ballot. 
but Booger Bash is one I never made it to. But there's a lot of love on the East Coast for this show, and I know some committee members in the past have pushed for this one. And um, it's rewarding to me because I used to see the coverage of mini trucking. And that's the thing I would tell um, tell the listeners, Bob, is you know if there's, if there's a truck or a club or a journalist that didn't make it this year, uh, believe me, we've got a long list, and, and we're working through, and, and we want to make sure we acknowledge all the right folks over the course of time. You know, what some people don't, understand is is this list is about 800 names long Mm -hmm. okay and we only give away usually eight awards right right so so somebody and then too you know you've got to be in the scene for 10 years you know you got to do this you got to do that so so there's a lot of things i mean i've had people say who the hell is mike burley and you know who the hell is sir michaels well He's the guy that kind of came up with the roll pan. Sure. So he's pretty important in, in you know to our industry and and you know some of the people even have told me who the hell is Steve Stillwell and Brian McCormick. Ah, oh, they should be slapped. You know, you know, but but yeah. you know did did you just get out of diapers? Right. You know, but but you know, I, and it's very hard. You know, and we try and you know move. You know, like Booger Bash, Mini Truck Nationals, the original one got it a couple of years ago. Um, a show, I think two years ago, got it from Florida. Mm-hmm. So we're we're moving around. It's just, you know, it's it's like when someone says, well, why didn't you give it to this event, but you give it to Easter Spring Splash? Well... In its time, that was iconic. Oh know? yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. And you know, so so, so you kind of have to go, and it, it's a hard decision. I mean, I wish people could could sit on the outside and look in. Now we don't talk on the phone when we do our voting, or it's all typed words, okay? And it takes about a month and a half, and the nasty words that go between us committee members <laughs> is it's fun to read back on, you know? Um, and I just, you know, um, we've, we've got, you know, some of the committee members think, you know, I'm, a, I'm pigheaded about something. And I, I say, it's not that I'm pigheaded. I'm just trying to get you guys organized. Let's move on. Let's come back to this later when there's cooler minds prevail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, passion, I'll use the word. Yeah, and and it is, and that's why I'm excited for you and Mike to be involved this next year more so. We'd already done the voting when you guys got involved, but, Mm -hmm. you know, because you guys are going to bring a different dynamic. You guys are going to bring a different argument. So, and I think that's what we need, you know, and, and, when when I talk to some of the guys on the on the committee and I say, you know, I think ITB should be one of the shows, you know, in Port Truck Bash. Mm-hmm. It was in Indy. And then, you know, I got two committee ne- members, never heard of it. Yeah. Where have you been? <laughs> you know, but but here's the, the thing. They're a little younger than me, but they're the old school mini truckers that resolutions was the big thing always and always will be they've not went to lst and they've not went to this but 
I go to those shows, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. And... I don't, I don't know at all, but you know, at least I, I can make form an opinion. Yeah, definitely. And and one of the things I earlier this year I had um it wasn't even that long ago I had posted an old school mini truck and I had quoted uh rest in peace Ernie Macias. I had quoted him um from an article that he wrote back in the day for mini trucking and what he kind of had he he it was called the history of mini trucks and it kind of delved into the fact that mini trucks Go date back to the '50s, right? In some of these import trucks, and then you know they started to grow, kind of from the '60s and, and that type of thing. So I have to often remind people that, like, you might be an OG or you might be original in a trend that you started, but um, what we've all learned is that you know someone that considers themselves old school, that's a '90s mini trucker. Well, mini trucks, you know, as you know, Bob, they they've been around a <laughs> long time, right? So I mean, even your yeah. club, right? So. Um, you know, that's something that that I would always encourage people. I mean, you got to know the history of, you know, what you're talking about. And whether it's Mini Truck Magazine, Mini Truckin', or, you know, the Mini Trucker Magazine. And then Truckin', of course, before that, um, there's a lot of history out there. But, you know, what you guys are doing, I know it's a group effort, but what you've done to, like, spearhead this, uh, Bob, you know, we talked about it six years ago. So we picked up a lot of listeners since then. You know, I just want to say tip of the cap because, you know, again, I know it's it's a great thing. It's near and dear to your heart as well. Yeah, I, I you know, I kind of have taken this on like it's my baby, you know, and but it's not my baby. It's it's the committee's baby. And and, you know, we you know, we do we we have our struggles. We have our arguments. We have our fights. But I can generally say every one of us love each other. I've known most of these guys all my life. And, you know, when, when, you know, you get in an argument with a guy like Craig Frazier, you know, and, and, you know, you think about it for 20 minutes, you give him a call. Hey, you know, I didn't mean what I said. And he goes, well, I didn't mean what I said, (laughs) you know? And, you know, then he sees me at SEMA. He gives me a kiss on the cheek. I kiss him on the cheek and it's done. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just, I guess it's the nature of the beast because when people have an opinion, ice cream man going by, um, right. When people have an opinion, you can always get into a heated argument, but it's not really an argument. It's people sitting on the outside to think, wow, that, that, that damn thing is brutal. Yeah. It's really not, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, got to thank, you know, some of the longtime sponsors, including one of our um, partners, the West Coast Influence. You know, we often uh, remind people they can go to minitruckfilm.com. You can see Bob Hayes talking that. Uh, Of course, Ernie, rest in peace, Gendro, and so many others. So big ups to the West Coast Influence. Again, minitruckfilm.com. Um, Bob, before we end, I mean, I know there might be a few other things you wanted to cover. I did want to throw that over to you. And again, we, you know, we certainly appreciate you sitting down with us. Okay. Um, you know, what I'd like to do is I, I would like to thank our sponsors because without them, we could not do this. You know, this is not a, um, Bob Hayes get rich quick scheme like <laughs> it's, I've been accused of. We charge four hundred dollars to sponsor someone, and the ring is three hundred and twenty eight dollars of it. And then stage comes out of that, banners comes out of that, so so on and so. Usually, what happens is like 
this year. We ran out of money, so it's the Bank of Bob supporting it. But I don't mind doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, who I want to thank is I want to thank the West Coast Influence, Battle and Banner, Texas Heat Wave, Fuel Marketing, Vivid Reality, LST, Garage Gear, Sunset Worldwide, and our Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks. To, you know, and I've got people like like West Coast Influence, Garage Gear, I think probably you guys now, mm-hmm. and Texas Heat Wave, that I just make a phone call. And it's, yeah, sure. Who's left? I'll sponsor it. Well, don't you want to sponsor a specific category? No. Yep. You just, whatever you need. And that's what makes it easy. You know, um, uh, people, you know, especially in this time of, uncertainty giving to this this thing and you know i'm proud to say that we've we've inducted over 80 people and in our in our in our nine-year history so that's to me is saying something you know because the the original mini truck hall of fame they only inducted one person so it's really not a hall of fame because if there's one person in it it doesn't mean anything you know, so that's where the idea came because I, I talked with Mike Alexander and Ernie Macias, rest in peace, um, about why not, let's not connect it to a magazine. Let's just connect it as the Mini Truck Hall of Fame. Then it doesn't matter. If a magazine goes out of business, a company goes out of business, it doesn't matter. We keep going. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I did, when you were talking there, you said so many great things. Um, I wanted to mention that um, we typically don't give out a lot of insight into who our next guest is going to be, but there's a guy that we're going to be talking to uh, probably for next week's episode, Rob Kamowski. And I'm probably messing up yeah. his name, but Rob, as you probably know, wrote the he wrote the book around, uh, a, a book centered around mini trucking. And um, it was local finesse guy. Uh, tall guy, and he wrote a book. Um, I think shortly after Courtney had a stroke many years ago, and um, I recently read the book, and it just was awesome. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And one of his friends heard us talking about it recently, and uh, he reached out to us. So I'll be recording with him, and we'll be getting him on. But it really just brought me back to a lot of the memories of kind of the '90s. And so many of these different guys' names, uh, and some ladies, right? With Jen Lacey, and I know, um, you know, Mrs. Hollowell, she's involved. But um, it it just really amazing that there's um, an eclectic group of folks that make up this scene that go back way before even the '80s. And I certainly, as an enthusiast, appreciate everybody's contribution to bring us to the point that we are in the scene um, that we all love, man. You know, it, it's funny when. I started with my 66 Datsun, put wheels on it. Everyone laughed and said, you know what? <laughs> this is a fly-by-night thing. It'll never last. And, and here we are 50-some years later, you know, still going, still going strong, you know. 100%. And uh, I don't – I just wish that the, the manufacturers would embrace a true mini-truck. I know, and hopefully, although we don't know, how, you know, what the future holds, we have seen a little bit of resurgence. I read a lot about the Ford and what they've kind of done, uh, the Ford brand, 
um, you know, with some of the, the, the fuel economy and all that stuff they got to meet. So, you know, we do have our fingers crossed, you know, with the Maverick and the Ranger, but, um, you know, let's see. Um, we've seen a resurgence of even toppers, right, camper shells, and, and I would love to see the manufacturers come back and embrace, to your point, maybe the big window, can you know, camper shells and things like that. So, you know, hopefully as we say minis on the rise, hopefully, Bob, that means uh, the industry as well will get in support because um, there's a lot of money that's thrown around in the truck scene, and, and I would love to see, um, you know, them doing that. Also, if anybody that that listens to the podcast would like to get involved in the name and title sponsor of the Hall of Fame, it doesn't cost you much. It's $600 a year, which is nothing. And that's just to keep our website and all of that up. You know, I'm looking for one of those. Uh, we had um, House of Color for five years. Then the guy that was in charge of sponsorship he moved on and uh, so we lost that sponsorship but you know we can't do this without the help of the the general the public yeah yeah and and that's one thing that you know i throw it out and then piggyback what bob says uh what bob just stated is that you know we want to really um help throughout this next year uh, make sure that we give a lot of props to those organizations companies you know maybe it's all time low magazine uh, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, some of the other folks that partner with us like Custom Car Show Productions. But what we want to do is we want to highlight them throughout the year and obviously drive to the website and bring as much awareness as we can. So, you know, you have our commitment, Bob, as we've said in the past to do that. And hopefully once we get past this year and in 20 going into 2022, hopefully there's, you know, greener fields ahead and we can get past the pandemic stuff. But you know, we certainly appreciate you taking the time, and thank you so much for sharing all the details. You're quite welcome. And Bob, we're going to continue the episode. Stay on the rise, and we'll see you just in a few days, my friend. Okay, see you then. All right, man. Always awesome. Thanks, Bob, for t- sitting down with us. Certainly appreciate it. All right, so just a few more updates here, and then I think the last audio that I have to do is I'll be calling Billy Bob. So the podcast updates, right? So all of the pre-sales for the mini truck and it's in our DNA, everything has went out, including the overseas orders. We did have some of those. So uh, thanks to everyone that uh, has contributed uh, to the cause by buying some merch, okay? Our lifestylepodcast.com. Now, I want to thank 3D Nick, okay? Three and then the letter D and then N-I-C-K. 3D Nick is Nick Allen. And if you go, he's got about 15,000 followers he is the guy, I mentioned this before, that has the bag DeLorean, okay? He is an awesome dude. Uh, part of the inspiration came from his car, right? So he's maybe the first, maybe the only bag DeLorean that I know of that I've seen. And um, I, I I just love the car, right? I love Back to the Future. So uh, 3D Nick, you know, he ordered one as well. And, of course, he posted it up back on May 14th. And, uh, dude... You know, to him, also to Ryan from Graphics Mafia that kind of gave us some of the inspiration with the out-of-air tag. Uh, you got the the Nike mags in there. You have the hoverboard. You have uh, Biff's Pleasure Paradise, which we've spun to OLP's Pleasure Paradise. So a very, very cool tie-in to BTTF. Um, if you want to go out there, we do have a few left. It's ourlifestylepodcast.com. We do have some hoodies left as well. Um, so that was the Back to the Future shirt, right? So I'm kind of 
jumping back, right, a couple of months. But the mini trucking, it's in our DNA. That stuff also just shipped. So all that's out the window. Uh, many of you have already received those. Some of you have posted and tagged us, uh, put it out there on Instagram, and other people are like, oh, where do I get it? So thanks for all of the love there. Certainly appreciated. And it um, all of what we make basically goes back in the pot to do more, right? So we've got some cool stuff um, coming up. If you hit us at a show, we're going to have the big metal signs available, okay? Those we cannot ship. They're just too big, right? These badass aluminum signs. The little aluminum signs that are mostly sold out, those are now shipping, and uh, they, like I said, they sold out pretty quick. So what you want to know there is as we get more inventory in, we'll post about it. But we always appreciate every one of you when you go out there and you buy some merch. It definitely helps us. It helps us keep the ideas coming so that we can do more and more and more. Lastly, if you get an opportunity, please leave a rating through Apple Podcast app. Okay, it's the Purple Print Stall Podcast app. If you have an iPhone, Many of you are probably listening on that app. You go in there, you tap on library, you select OLP, which is us, scroll to the bottom, down, 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 and then you can leave a uh, five-star rating, and then you can also write a review if you would like. The latest one was from Low Country, K-U-N-T-R-E-E. Have enjoyed the scene since the early 90s. Love listening to the show and getting flashbacks uh, to that time. Keep it up exclamation mark. So really appreciate that. And um, I think that was the last one that we received. So big ups. Those are the podcast updates for this week. And again, we got to thank Joey at Get Decked. Okay. Here's the key thing. If you're a show promoter or you're an enthusiast, Joey at Get Decked can help you. He does all of our skate decks for us. So many of you have purchased skate decks. We've got more coming. Those will be shipping as well. Even if you haven't had an opportunity to purchase one. Maybe you have a significant other and you want to put his or her vehicle on a skate deck. Joey at Get Deck can do that. You just got to hit him up. He's on Instagram. Type in Get Decked. You'll see Joey Dilworth. His name will come up. He's also on Facebook. Message him and he will get you squared away. Thank you to Joey at Get Decked for sponsoring our podcast updates this week. All right. Lastly, um, before we roll into Billy Bob's audio, uh, Airhead Nation update, and this is definitely one that I didn't want to have to cover this week. You know, I had recorded and kind of put together last week's episode earlier in the week and uh, had it pretty much wrapped up a little earlier than normal. And I woke up on Friday morning to just news that, you know, that, that hit me hard and it hit many of you hard. And of course, it, it just was uh, um, a very, very tough thing. Uh, last week and over the past couple episodes, we've asked, you know, for the thoughts and prayers for our friend Neil Stark. And, um, you know, I, I hate to have to cover that he did pass away. Many of you know that. Many of you have seen the outpouring um, of support for Mary Beth and their kids. And um, you've seen all of the emotional posts about what an amazing man Neil Stark was. He's a Marine. And, um, He's just someone that everybody wanted to hang out with. You know, he had so many different friends. And um, I could have swore I took a photo with him. And I was going through photos the other day and I found one. And it was from October of 2020 at Mini Nats. And, um, you know, I got to hang out with Neil a couple times. I got to have a great conversation with him about different things. And uh, he just was a true 
hardcore enthusiast, but above him, beyond that, you know, he was a, a significant other uh, to Mary Beth. He was a father, you know, he was a friend, and he was so much more. So, you know, I wanted to just go through a couple of the posts here. Uh, Mary Beth on October 22nd said, how do you post something about losing your best friend and the love of your life? I don't know how to move forward. God's plan was different from mine. I love you, best friend. And she just has a, you know, a photo of them. It's definitely heart-wrenching to, to, to see some of these posts. Now, one that just really hit me hard is um, Alina, I believe is how you say her name, A-L-A-I-N-A, Stark. On October 22nd, she posted, words cannot describe how I feel about my dad. There was so much more in life I wanted to wanted you to be um, there for, but last night God had other plans. And, you know, it's an emotional photo of her holding her dad's hand, you know, and we saw some of Mary Beth's posts you know, about how, and some of his friends on, on how I think he was on his, you know, his, his, his chest, uh, in the hospital. And, you know, his hand is just, you know, his, the palm of his hand is facing up and she's holding her dad's finger. And it's just, it, it, it's, you know, it's tough to see. And, and I just feel so much, you know, so much, um, you know, sadness for their family. Uh, there was another post by James Cherpinski, the second, I'm at a loss for words. Neil was such an awesome person. It's not every day that you can meet someone like that. I feel honored to have met Neil and to have shared the times that we shared together. Uh, my heart goes out to Mary Beth Trainer, I believe is how you say her last name, and family. Neil, Mary Beth, and 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 you know, uh, you know, just sending out condolences there. Uh, you saw a lot of the Team Stark image going around, and I know that Billy from Severed, New York. He also put together one, another one that uh, was shared widely. And, you know, as a Severtized member, I appreciate all the love uh, from east to west worldwide that many of you showed for Neil. Uh, so many of you knew him. And, um, you know, it just was amazing to see the, out, the outpouring of support. Uh, Mary Beth, uh, she had a longer post um, around 844 on the 22nd and you know, she mentioned that, you know, she was there with Alina uh, just thinking how uh, can all of this be happening. And she had posted a photo that says the biggest lie we're ever told is, quote, to be someone who makes you happy, uh, end quote. The truth is happiness is something you create on your own. Be with someone who adds to it. And that was a photo of them. It looks like in Maggie Valley there and uh, next to the truck with the beautiful mountains and stuff behind them. Uh, Joe Contenta, I'm saying some of these names wrong, I apologize, I don't even know where to start. If you know me, most likely you knew Neil. Uh, he's been my best friend for the better part of 15 years and just shared some amazing photos and you can only imagine what what the friends and, and family are going through. And then lastly, Shay Hostler. I've been avoiding posting this all day as now there are two links in a month that have been broken in the family chain. Life is so unfair sometimes, and I know we are all feeling broken broken over all of this. Uh, Neil Stark, I will cherish the talks we had with you and the memories we have shared. And again, uh, just a heartfelt condolences to the family. Uh, I'm just so sorry for your loss. We all are here at OLP. So ex please accept uh, these condolences from us and
if we can do anything, we are willing to help. You just let us know. All right, so not easy to move on. Um, just to end on a little bit of a positive note there, NC Tommy did post, and uh, he says we did it. And uh, you got the little beautiful baby there with the beanie, and uh, he's looking like a, a real proud papa So with mama there too. So uh, big ups to them. A lot of comments, a lot of congratulations. Much love and respect from us here at OLP. The Airhead Nation updates are brought to you by our family at Hammered Weekend Wear. We've uh, told you time and time again, you can visit H-A-M-M-E-R-D weekendwear.com. They've got uh, some information about the few remaining U.S. tour uh, dates out there, but uh, most importantly, you can buy some merch. They've got stickers for as low as $3. They've got the new Catch Me If You Can and the More Than You Can Afford Pal featuring Tim Davis's amazing topless Nissan Hardbody, but there's even more out there. I'm growing up on mini trucking and so much more. It's H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com. So with that being said, we had a jam-packed episode. Obviously, a lot of stuff to cover. Rest in peace to Neil Stark, our brother. And um, I would say stay positive out there, guys. Uh, it's a crazy world. This weekend, obviously, is opportunity. Just you know, a little bit cooler weather in many parts of the world. And, um, you know, just, just have a good, safe weekend. Uh, next week is SEMA. Stay posted to Street Truck Social Media as well as our Lifestyle Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. And um, if you can, just um, stay on the rise and, you know, we'll hit you guys next week. Got a real cool episode uh, coming at you guys. You heard it with Bob Hayes. I gave a little bit of hint with that. And uh, we will talk very, very soon. Appreciate all the support. OurLifestylePodcast.com, ODB. On behalf of myself and the mayor, we at you. Enjoy this audio with Billy Bob. Peace. Yo, yo. So as I mentioned, we're going to wrap this episode up. Man, it's been jam-packed. And we couldn't wrap it up without our big homie, Billy Bob, coming on. You're going to be out at SEMA this coming week, dude. How you doing? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it, man. It was so good to see you when you came down to Florida, man. I know that – well, i got to be careful when I say that because when I say Florida man, that, that's a whole different meaning. But thanks for coming to Florida, <laughs> homie. And uh, I know you got a chance to go down to Key West, and you made the best of it. I did. I uh, really enjoyed the trip. It was, you know, obviously too short. Um, the four days I was there, I think it was four days. It just all blended together. But, um, you know, hanging out with you and um, some buddies at your – I believe that was your mom's house at the pool. Yeah. That was great. Oh, and yeah. spending time at Slam Fest on Saturday and then getting up early Sunday, flying to Key West, getting a rental car. Um, I had about three to four hours of time to do sightseeing and stop along the way, but I had to make it back there to Tampa so I could, uh, you know, pick Ron up and, and because uh, he dropped the truck and trailer off at your house and then he was flying back Monday morning at the same time we flew back i think at 9 a.m so it was a tight schedule i crammed a lot into that weekend <laughs> yeah but but so much that um it does like the days kind of blend together and i have to think about what day i did what but um yeah it was a great time i really enjoyed it yeah we we certainly appreciate you making the truck you know from out west and it was awesome but dude you've been uh, you know i've been wanting to link up with you a little bit this year but you know, you've been on this, what I said about Chad earlier was like, he's been on this war path with his Toyota. 
the cool thing is both of you guys came out this year with these amazing trucks. I mean, dude, from Lone Star Throwdown, one of our favorite shows, you know, seeing it there, uh, you know, getting shot that weekend, boom, landed on the cover shortly after, you know, not stock photography, just killed it. Um, but now you kind of got the icing on the cake, right? You know, you, you're going to be out at the Fame SEMA show, the event, right? Not your first time going out there, of course, but how excited are you to be out there? I'm really excited. I've This is actually the first time that I've had a personal vehicle of mine at the SEMA show. Ah, okay. And I have taken vehicles that I've built for customers or for places that I've worked for. Like you said, I've been there many a times. Um, that's It used to be my favorite. I look forward to the SEMA show mm-hmm. every year. That was my favorite time. Um, but I, I am excited because, like I said, this is my first time taking a personal vehicle. And it's indoors. And it's going to be in the engaged media booth for Street Trucks Magazine. And um, I really, I don't think I could have got a better spot. Yeah, I, th- I think it's awesome that, you know, even 20, uh, you know, 20 plus years engaged media, you know, with street trucks, of course, still doing the damn thing. And, you know, we can't forget that, you know, you were also on, it was time perfectly. You got the hammered weekend wear shirt, the, the photo shoot, the cover, and now SEMA. When, when you think about all the hard work and the, the friends and the homies and, and those that maybe chipped in to help you out on this, this build, how satisfying is it knowing that uh, you've gotten so much love, even with uh, good guys uh, this year? It, it, it really sometimes is kind of mind-blowing to me. I, I didn't realize that, you know, I set out to build this truck, and I've always been mini truck. Uh, I've built street rods my whole life, which, you know, I'm sure many people know. But my passion's always been mini trucks. That's where you know, my roots were and what I got into and what I've always built for myself, mostly, even though I've built others. But I didn't realize when I was building this truck that being what it is, it fits so many generous. Um, I've taken it, like you said, Good Guys Show, um, won an award there and a feature in the Good Guys Gazette magazine, the cover of Street Trucks. I took it to import face-off um, local car shows. I've got the biggest variety of trophies <laughs> with that truck. I mean, it just, it's like best sixties pickup, you know, it's like, um, yeah, be, uh, favorite import. <laughs> it's just the weirdest of variety of awards that, you know, it's kind of, it really is. It's kind of like mind boggling. And, um, I, I just, I, I, I don't know how to put it in words, but, um, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm way more than happy with how it turned out and how people receive it and look at it. And, um, I don't know. I, it's, I guess I'm kind of, uh, I feel pretty fortunate and lucky that it's done as well as it has. Um, like you said, I did have a lot of friends this time that helped out on this build. Um, Jeff Reed, um, my buddy, Jose, um, Jason Leckbold, um, uh, Jeremy yeah. Mosley, mm-hmm. like, and the list goes on and on with people. Uh, Paul State Seer, um, you know, and I, I'm sure there's plenty I'm, I'm missing out on, but I used to be one of those guys that when I was young, I wanted to do everything myself on the truck. And this time around on this truck, I just kind of took a different approach and called in every favor that 
I could possibly call in. I did. I'm like, hey, remember when I did this for you? They're, um, like, they're like, no. You're like, no, no. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I I actually, uh, when it came time to body work, I had a body work party, and I um, was eating lunch with uh, my buddy Jeff Reed and Jason Leckfold, and I asked Jason, I said, uh, hey, what are you doing the weekend before Thanksgiving? And he says, um, I don't know. I said, well, I'm, I'm uh, thinking about having a body work party. He goes, okay, what time are we starting? I mean, didn't didn't hesitate, didn't anything, just said, what time are we starting? And, you know, it was, yeah, it, it was nice um, to have the help from friends and, and that to, you know, that, that didn't hesitate to, to say yes, I'll help or anything. And it, it is a pretty nice feeling actually. Yeah, man. And you know, it could just be a rumor, but I heard one of your favorite awards was hammer and Hank award over at, in it's at, um, uh, at Lone Star throwdown, you know, and it was so awesome to have it there in the, the hammered weekend wear booth. But you know, you said so many good things there and you know, you talk about uh, the camaraderie of the homies chipping in and good people that you've known for years and years and years and those relationships you build. But, you know, to me, one of the coolest things about it is you and I talked about this is, you know, looking back at Mini Trucking Magazine, knowing, you know, rest in peace, Ernie Macias, he had shot the oldest uh, truck for the cover. And then, you know, here your truck is, you know, a true definition. I talked to Bob Hayes earlier and it's on this episode where, you know, we talked about like old school mini trucking goes really back to the 50s. If you look at the imports and, you know, started kind of gaining some momentum in the 60s. But, you know, your truck fits right in there. It's a 63 or 64. 63. 63, correct. Yeah. So if yours was on the cover, it actually would have been the oldest mini truck on the cover of Mini Trucking Magazine. And and I look at that and just say, you know, you, you've always kind of done some different type things that I've, that I've appreciated. But like with this one, it was really, um, it wasn't cookie cutter and it certainly wasn't one that you can go buy a lot of store bought, bought stuff for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was that it took me uh, about seven or eight years to build this one for that fact. Um, hunting down parts, the side trim for it, I had to buy partial sets and finally came across enough that I could put a complete set together. And then of course they all had to be straightened and pick and filed and polished. And the, some of the parts came from Australia, um, Peru, um, Thailand. It was building a truck that there was about a thousand of them ever produced. I don't know if I would ever build something that rare again. <laughs> right. you know, honestly, it's just kind of like, cause you can't just go out and, go okay i'm gonna do this today because i don't have the pieces that i need i gotta wait till i get the parts that i need before i can finish something and um finally the time came i i got everything pretty much gathered that i needed and it was like okay now i'm gonna do this and um you know now it's done and i'll say finished even though everybody knows that they're never finished um Mm -hmm. finished for now um, I, I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I, you know, persevered through all those years and hunting down parts and emails and, and messages and everything else. And, um, finally got it done. Um, I love the little thing. I've had lots of people wanting to buy it and I'm just to that point where 
I like it so much. I'm not really sure I ever want to get rid of it. Um, not that I wouldn't if somebody offered a ridiculous amount of money, but, um, you know, I, I'm more than happy with it. Good, good. Yeah, we've heard Hank's, you know, been counting his pennies. You know what I mean? You just never know. He could come through, you know, with a big you know, pillow of pennies. Yep. You know what I mean? You never know when Hank may be the owner of that truck. <laughs> yeah, he'll come off the top ropes, that's for sure. Um, we're super excited. You mentioned, um, so for the listeners, want to reinforce, Engage Media is who owns, you know, the F100 Builder's Guide, C10 Builder's Guide, Street Trucks, OBS Builder's Guide, and some other magazines as well but their booth i mean it's big time to be in one of theirs you know you think back to the old days of like trucking and things like that and you know it's kind of the last of the mohicans at least in our scene from a, a a magazine that's available on newsstands so you know we congratulate you um love the fact that you're going to be in the engaged media booth we'll of course be doing the live stream with street trucks via their social media platforms and what i'd love to do is obviously you know eddie and i will be doing interviewing would love to talk to you a little bit about the truck, uh, even if we do a walk around there. Um, but I also want to make sure before you know before there's you know I want to check with you to see if there's anything else you want to cover. But I want to also congratulate you. Um, I know you've been super busy, right? Traveling, trucks, all this. But man, I I truly love the fact that you got into the podcasting world, and um, you know I wanted to make sure we plugged you, Billy Bob, um, on Instagram, Billy Bob the podcast. And, and I truly think that, um, you know, you're going to continue to hopefully do that. And, and I, I would love for you to do that, man. I do. I, I plan on doing more episodes. It's like you just mentioned, LST hit. And I know it's been about seven months since I put out an episode. And it continually is on my mind. Yep. But literally almost every weekend... I have been go, 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 go since February and LST. Oh, yeah. Uh, You've been on a tear, man. Yeah. It, it's, you know, you get that one good season or whatever you want to call it for a truck or a build or a car or when it's fresh. That's when you got to go, 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 show, show, show. Do what you can yep. be, before the newness wears off and everybody's tired of looking at the thing. And, it has been, you know, LST, Roast, or Boise Roaster Show. Um, and then I had, <clears throat> excuse me, I had little quirks with the truck, um, transmission wine. Had to rip the transmission out, rebuild it. Um, even though it had already been rebuilt, it sat dry for seven years, and a bearing went out in it. Um, took it to Medford, Oregon. The thing started smoking. I had to put new valve seals in it. It's... So there's little problems that sure. the in-between shows that I had to go in there and fix because, you know, I, I don't want to take it someplace with it smoking again. Right, <laughs> you know, right, kind exactly. It's kind of embarrassing that you have this covered truck and, and the thing's smoking as you're driving it into a show. Yeah, I mean, Hank, know, so. I mean Hank's smoking, you know, six, seven packs a day. I mean, is, that's the most smoke I want to be around, let's be honest. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, yeah, but, well, um, you can't compete with things. So. Right, right. Another level. But, but you know, again, you know, I love that you mentioned some of the events you've been to because, again, you know, you talk about debuting Hammered Booth, Conroe, Texas, Lone Star Throwdown, and then, you know, the shirt. Love that shirt that Hammered did. Then, you know, you, you kind of go, okay, then boom, that weekend you get shot, not stock. Uh, John Jackson shoots it, boom, cover. 
uh, the good guys love that you got. So, you know, you've had this awesome run, you know, runs that, you know, we, we haven't really seen many of these style runs, you know, in terms of the success. And to your point, you got to ride that wave uh, because we always know there's new stuff coming. But I tell you, as a friend, as a as a colleague in the scene, man, I really commend you for the commitment that you've had. You know, it's a lot of money, it's a lot of time, and uh, this year again has just been a great year for you. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing, and just know that you know we got your back always. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. No doubt. But back to the podcast with doing something every weekend. Um, I like to come home after work, spend time with my wife. So I try to do the podcast, take a weekend and do it. And as you know, there's editing involved and, uh, and, and things with a podcast other than just sitting down and recording with somebody. So I do plan on coming out with another episode. Um, we'll get done with SEMA and I will take a break from doing Dotson truck show things, car show things, and I will have another episode coming out. So there you go. Hell yeah, doggy. Well, love hearing it. Uh, you can look up on Instagram um, if you're not already following the big homie, if you type in Billy Bob, uh, you're going to see Billy Bob underscore who, and then Billy Bob, the podcast, please consider going out there, checking out the photos. If nothing else, look at the Datsun, uh, the amazing truck. It's going to be at SEMA. We're going to be taking some cool, unique photos, maybe some 360 photos as well. We'll be posting those on Instagram, but the 360s will go on Facebook, of course, but Billy Bob, do tip of the cap to you and all the colleagues and the homies and the club mates and whatnot. Keep doing what you're doing. We're going to wrap this one up, and uh, we'll see you next week under the lights in Vegas, dude. Cannot wait to slap hands again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Stay on the rise, my brother. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, everyone, have a safe weekend. We at you. We'll hit you guys next week with a new episode. Be safe. Don't forget to tell your friends and family about our lifestyle podcast. Gotcha. you.